Happy Created Ink. Da da da. Um, welcome, welcome to Happy Created Ink, the podcast that's number one on the app on Apple App Store, app stores, on Spotify, on all the podcasts. I'm number one. I beat out everybody. It's crazy. Shit is wild. I'm um. I don't even know where I'm going with this bit. Welcome back to... I'm Deej. I'm the host. And, you know, in the last episode, I... Ow! Ow! Chest pain! God, I just get just fucking... Just, um... Sharp chest pains. Um, probably dying. Uh, <laughs> I, in the last episode, I talked about taking a break from, like, making content and stuff, and I did. And... I haven't, this is the first time I've recorded in like two weeks, I think. Let me check, um, let me check real quick. The last episode I uploaded is September 25th, and right now it's October 5th. So what? Is that like, like five, ten, wait, I guess it's not two weeks, is it? What? Hang on, hang on. Where's my calendar? Where's my calendar? There's calculator. There's a calendar. I just got a... God damn it, I hate this stupid calendar. Give me, yes, like the actual thing. Uh, one, two, three. Go back to... Go back. I can't go back to September? Oh, I can, okay. Nice. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine. So, over a week. Not two weeks. Damn it. <laughs> Whatever. So it's just only it's only been a little over a week. Uh, uh but but still it's been God, it's been so nice. And it's been so nice that I am in no hurry to come back to content. I like I might I might just stop this in the middle and go go play Dragon Quest. I've been wanting to play Dragon Quest eleven or ten. Ten eleven. Uh <laughs> It is, oh my god, like, I really needed a, a good break. Like, the last, like, you know, over a week, I've just been, I've just played games on my own. I played through Bioshock 2. That was great. That's what this podcast was going to be about. And then I was writing down, like, some topics and stuff and realized I had, like, a lot of topics I wanted to talk about on the podcast besides just that. So this is just going to be, like, a general thing. You know, I did that. I did. I focused more on um, just like OCD recovery stuff. I feel like I'm in a better mindset with it all. It feels like like a switch has clicked in my head. Um, and things that normally would like cause me a lot of distress are not as distressing, and I feel just more confident and just better a little bit. That's what's so frustrating, I think, for me, with, like, OCD stuff, is, like, I remember a time where I didn't have any of this at all, and so, and then it's just flip-switched, and I'm bad, and I'm, like, thinking to myself, like, brain, fucking get it together, bitch, we're not, this isn't how it's always been, just go back, just go back, just go back to how it was, you know? But it's, I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm doing... 
I'm I'm in the like I'm in another upswing. I keep having peaks and valleys, you know. Or I'll I'll start doing better and pushing pushing the boundaries and then I fucking crash. So I'm in another upswing right now and I'm feeling kind of good. So I'm like doing little things here and there. Like I realized about myself like I was I was doing a lot of reading on like things. And um one thing it was like make a list of like your compulsions, your triggers, whatever, from least severe to most severe, and start with the the least ones, and just try to do one, like exposure therapy, expose yourself to it over and over again until it's like it's good, it's boring, it's fine, and then move on to the next thing, you know. So I've I've been trying to do that, and then I I realized how optimized I've made my OCD life. Cause like, like for for example, when I have to get like something to drink, I have to get some tea. I'll um always wash my hands afterwards, okay? Cause I have to touch my door, I have to touch the fridge door, I have to touch the pitcher, tea pitcher, handle. You know, it's it's a lot of touching, you know. Um, and so I was like, I want to eliminate that if I can, cause that'll cut down on so much hand washing, help my hands a lot. It's like, I'm going to cut down on this. Uh, and I've been trying to do that for a few days. And I realized every time I have to get tea and I know I'm going to have to wash my hands, there's like a million other little things that I have to wash my hands afterwards. And when I have to get tea, I just instinctively will do all these other things too to kind of maximize my that hand wash to get everything done in so one so I've already tried to cut down, apparently, on hand washing in my head without really realizing it. At least, not now. I might have realized it when I did this. I fucking min-max OCD. <laughs> Gotta just cough up a lung, what the fuck? And, um... And so, like, now I'm having to go against that also, which feels wrong. I'd have to decompartmentalize this, this, these things to just work on single things here and there. It's kind of annoying. It's annoying, but I'm, I'm trying. I'm feeling good. You know what really like sparked my, I think sparked this uh, upswing? Well, I was reading a thing. I assume something sparks it. It might have just been random. I don't know. But I read this thing that was like, People with OCD, um, four per, wait, yeah, four percent of people don't recover from OCD without some type of like medical intervention, like therapy or whatever, or medication and blah blah blah. Most people would read that as like a bad thing, but my initial like reaction to that was like, fuck, oh, I get to be the four percent, like not even any doubt, like I didn't even it just. That's how I felt immediately. And um, I thought that was kind of funny about myself. Because I'm really pessimistic, I think, generally. Um, in my worldview, and just personally, pretty pessimistic. I'm a pretty downer. I'm um defeatist, you know. But there's something about just like the odds stacked against me that really just pushes me. Fucking lights a fire under me, you know. Really just like 
Oh, four percent, bitch. You said a challenge? Like, <laughs> don't fuck with me. I'll do it. And um, and so that's kind of cool. Oh, not only that, but like, the need to like prove prove someone wrong is always a good driving factor. But also for me, is like, all I need is one percent to do something. So just knowing that it's not zero percent really helps my brain. One percent, that's all I fucking need. It's all I've ever needed. Like, you know, I just, it's weird. It's, brain's weird, you know. I'm, I'm taking slow little steps. Um, but, like, I'm just trying to take full advantage of this upswing. I keep saying upswing, I don't know. This, this, this peak. Trying to take full advantage of it and make as much little progresses as I can. Because, or, so I can, like, minimize the next crash. Because it's inevitably going to happen. I'm going to crash. I'm, I'm trying to minimize the damage that does. And possibly, like, if I make enough progress and stuff, maybe it won't come at all. I doubt it. Probably will. And maybe I can, I'll be better about handling it. Or maybe it won't be as bad. Or I'll bounce back better won't last as long, I'm just, you know, that's my thinking, I don't know, but, um, god, this, so, I uploaded my last YouTube video, um, like, four or five days ago, I think, and I've been, you know, I had three, and I was posting one every week, and so, in a few days, it's, it's time for, like, the last one I have, like, in my stockpile or whatever, and, and so, you know, yesterday, I was, I got to thinking about, like, Maybe I should be thinking about making some more videos. Three more videos. Another month's worth of videos, basically. Maybe I should... Because I have some ideas. And I was just like, no, I don't... I don't really want to. I'm really enjoying the break. I wanted to continue... I wanted to savor it a little longer. Like, not that... I have some interesting ideas to to record. I mean, for the podcast, too, even. But I just don't want to put too much effort into that stuff right now, you know? Um, but after I upload the next video, the last one, I'll have another week until the next video is supposed to be out. Quotations. So we'll, I'll see maybe between here and there. Because I do want to do, like, Resident Evil 2 remake. I got that. Got to do a video for that for Ben. Because he commissioned me some art. And I promised him I'd make a video on it. Because he wanted me to buy it. And it's pretty good. I'm stuck right now. I'm currently stuck. Because see I was playing Bioshock 2. And um. When I got. When, when I got Resident Evil 2. The remake. I played it a little bit here and there. Not much. And then for like two or three days. Every time I tried to play. Something kept popping up. And I couldn't play it. But like after like ten minutes. I'd have to get off. So I kind of, I couldn't keep up with like where everything was or what I was doing. And now I'm just at a point where I have like a, a couple of quest items, important items, and I don't know where they go at all. And I've been to every room and all the little question marks on the thing on my map doesn't really show me, doesn't match with anything I have, I think. And I don't really know what to do, but I'll figure it out. It's fine. I want to finish the game. 
I'm just playing on normal. I want to finish the game and then do some videos on like the fucking hardest difficulty. Or if I unlock Hunk and Tofu, do that. That'd be fun. That's my ideas. But, oh my god. The, so the last video, the last one I uploaded was a Yu-Gi-Oh! Forbidden Memories video. Which I finished. I played it. Casually, I finished it. I softlocked yesterday. Because my, my memory card was broken. My virtual memory card. And so I was having to use save states. And I accidentally started the, the final six. Which you can't back out of if you if you it's it's like six seven people in a row that you have to duel if you lose one you game over and i couldn't and it kicked you back to the title screen and you can't i can't load it because i don't have a save anymore because my save my memory card doesn't work the virtual one i don't know how to fix it and so i i just have to load the save state which was the i was saving in between people but i couldn't Go back to like free duel and like grind for better cards or anything. So I was kind of like locked in. But luckily, it's it, it technically a soft lock. But luckily, my deck was good enough. I don't even know if it was that. If it was like I had like five, like six. No, I had seven dragons, I think. Six thunders. I had an Umi, Regeki, Beast Fangs. And like, that's not a lot. But. I got some good RNG finally at the end on the final, um, on Nightmare, the last boss. Like, I played him a few, like, three or four times. He's fucking kicking my ass. And then I would, I did, um, the last run. And he played Metal Zoe at the beginning, which I can beat. I beat that. And then after that, it's just, you just gotta get lucky. He doesn't get, he doesn't draw something better, you know? But I did beat it. Fucking great. But oh my god, <laughs> this last this last video I posted. So I posted it, you know, I'm just it's just me fucking around on Yu-Gi-Oh. And I guess I think maybe in the video I don't really remember. I was saying I don't really like modern Yu-Gi-Oh. Like to be fair, I haven't played it. But from what I've gathered and what I've seen, like clips of, it seems like, you know, the duel starts. This guy plays like fucking 15 different spell cards to where he draws all his entire deck. He plays 18 different monsters, sacrifices them, plays this one, fusion these ones. There's all this other new mechanics with the synchronizing and shit. I don't know. And it's like 15 minutes later, this guy's still doing the first turn. And then I assume he would just win after that. What do you do against that? I don't know. And it just seems kind of just overcomplicated and kind of boring, honestly. It's kind. Of, it kind of bores me, um, but you know, I I haven't played it. I think it was Ben. I think he, I think he was saying that the, um, I think he I think he was telling me that it's like not as bad as it looks, um, and I should try it. I would like it probably, and I, I trust him. I think I would probably. Um, I just don't really have the time to do it um to start that journey of learning um that or magic the gathering even still but you know it just, just it's like that that was just my opinion on it you know that's just how it looks to me I haven't played it <laughs> I, I i guess i was saying this in the video i don't even remember this but i got a comment i gotta go to the comments hang on i got a comment 
from this somebody, from this guy. Um, happy created ink. I need to go to my channel. Oh my god! So I got this comment. Do anything. Oh, that's my video. Don't worry about it. Oh, I got another comment. Um, uh, okay, never mind. It's fine. I got this comment from this guy. It says, oh, for one, I was fighting Pegasus, and this guy commented, oh, you've been pegged, because I lost. Like, plot twist, I'm into it. He said, and he comments, that's what I, that's why I said what I said. You're Pegasus. I thought that was funny. But, this guy commented, right? He called me a Yugi Boomer channel. And I was like, what does this mean exactly? My channel's, my channel's not a Yu-Gi-Oh channel. Um, I'm not a boomer, so I'm not really sure what they mean. Like, is it just because I'm playing an old Yu-Gi-Oh game, or... I don't know. So I did what I did, why would I do any time someone comments something, I don't know. I said, I really don't know what that means, to be honest. And he comments back. We're gonna go through this thread, this whole thread. Um, he comments back. A Yu-Gi-Oh player who refused to play modern Yu-Gi-Oh because of the complaints that it's too hard. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I don't know if I'd say it's too hard. It's just like, from what I've seen, most duels are over in like, on like turn two. Because people just play half their deck, and that seems boring. You know, that's pretty solid, I think. And he went on a, on a fucking rant. And this, he said, you know, you know that you can hand traps to disrupt your opponent, right? Also learned to use hand traps at the right moment, bruh. And then he, <laughs> he comments like a few hours later, learn to adapt. Comments a few hours later. Or not, you can enjoy being in this cave of nostalgia and say to yourself that you're the best duelist. A few hours later, <laughs> gaslighting yourself 101. Like, this fucking guy has, like, lost it. I, I don't, <laughs> I not, didn't say at all, I don't think. I was the best duelist. If it was, it's just for, it's just for funnies. He's talking about gaslighting myself. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to fuck with this guy a little bit. <laughs> And so I comment back, like, the next day. I was like, I am the best. I am the best, though. Best in the world. A little emoji with my a little, a little gay hand. I said, 1v1 me, bro. <laughs> he says, okay. This was, like, two seconds after I posted this that he replied. He was just waiting. He said, okay. What app? Master Duel or what? And when I didn't respond, you know, because I'm living life. Like, he commented a few hours later, still no response. <laughs> and then when I finally, like, saw this, I commented back, Sorry, I was busy being the best, the single best duelist in the entire world. Takes up a lot of my time. <laughs> and then, oh god. Again, it was like two minutes after I replied uh, with, like, the little, the little time stamps. He's like, sure, so when are we going to duel? A few hours later, he comments again. I mean, if you're the best duelist in the world, you have no problems dueling me. Oh, wait, you said single best duelist. That means you gaslighted yourself to believe that you're the best in a dead format. Or he likes the gaslighting. He really does. I'm not sure he's using it quite right. Like, to, um, I don't know. And so, you know, when I, when I saw this... <laughs> Like, the next day, I commented again. Um, dead format? 
I just won a local Yu-Gi-Oh tournament today. First place. Jealous? <laughs> 10,000 people and I beat them all. You wouldn't stand a chance. <laughs> so again, like, immediately. He says, All I'm saying is where to duel. I mean, you literally commented about dueling, so... Dot, dot, dot. A few hours later. Plus, you dare me to 1v1, so I accept your challenge. A few hours later. Question is, where do you want me to duel at? few hours later i would dot 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 bring it <laughs> and then i just commented this this morning when i saw all these ones just attempt just it at, at, oh attempt fuck i meant just admit you're too scared to duel me been dunking me for days <laughs> oh my god oh jesus christ it's so funny how do i can i edit a comment i can reply i can report I can reply to myself. I don't know if I can edit. Ah, damn it. That's <laughs> oh, fine. I don't care. I think I'm done with this anyway. But God, man, it's... This guy... I can't tell if he's serious. He can't be serious, right? He's got me trolling, too. He's just fucking around. I mean, I was, I was laughing my ass off the last few days on this shit. Oh, what is this? Oh, yeah, this is a comment I got 11 minutes ago. Absolute classic game. Although, gotta say, I'm more ro Rose or Rish Shelf myself. Nothing against Forbidden Memories. It just takes a lot of investment to get a good deck. It actually doesn't really. Honestly. It's not that bad. Like, I, um... Oh, this thing's still broken. I can't see my, um... Yeah, I could. I, can, I could edit my... My... My reply on like the YouTube app, but I can't um scroll down enough to see, to see it. It doesn't load that much. Yeah, whatever. Um, I can just hide him from the channel, like. <laughs> I just, it can't be serious, right? It can't be. No, but if um if this guy replies back, I'll um, <laughs> I'll update it. I'll update the podcast. So I don't know when I'll post this or if I'll record the whole thing today. Oh my god, though, it is, it's great. I really, um, like, God, it's just fun to just troll people. Like, I'm not, I'm not good. I never really like confrontation or, like, arguing, you know, whatever. Um, but man, it's like, when, instead of just letting stuff bother me, like, YouTube comments now, I just, like, kind of fuck with them. And it's just, it's fun. It's good fun. <laughs> uh, what other, um... Oh, yeah, you know, along with this break, I've been, like, doing more art, which has been fun. I did some, like, I was working on, like, digital art. And, um, I made a biblically accurate Krabby. And a horse riding a horse. Um, and I drew Banjo pulling Kazooie like a sword out of a backpack. Good stuff. Been good stuff. Um, I realized, because I had a commission, um, the other day, from a homie. I'm not gonna say yet, because he'll, I think he wants to, like, reveal the, the arts, or whatever. But I, you know, I've never been, like, too confident with my art. It seems kind of like, especially pixel art, seems like anyone can do that. Um, like, it's nothing too special. I do do some extra, like, shading and, and stuff, and put my little touches on it 
but overall it's like i i think to myself like anyone could do this i don't know i don't know why people would pay me to do it it's weird um i realized though the other day that it's not really because i had like these commissions and a really like um like i got the description of what they wanted just a little, just a couple little, it's like a little basic thing. Like, I want this and this. And I would twist it into this thing to make it more, like, creative. And I realized that's what, I, that's what I realized, like, that's what people are paying me for, I think. For the creativity. Not necessarily for the art skill. It's for what my brain can come up with. With what they want their idea to be. And, and tweak it, you know? And I was really... I was really feeling really confident about my art lately. It's nice. Uh, I um definitely want to make more art. I definitely do. Art is good. Art is great. Um, I use these. I had. I have a little. A little nest egg of monies. Like I have like forty dollars. I think forty four dollars or something. In the pay in, in the PayPal. Um, from commissions and stuff. It, when I got it, I immediately thought, oh, I get to buy birthday gifts. Because uh, my sister's birthday's coming up. The babe's birthday's coming up. Like, I got it covered now, you know? And so that's what I'm going to do. I haven't gotten to go to the store yet. But I got some ideas of things I want to get. And I was thinking, like, well, maybe if there's if I have a little extra left... Maybe buy a game for me. I want Diablo 2. It's on sale on the PS4. Maybe get that. The birthday stuff's more important, so if I can't get it, it's fine. But I was, like, thinking, like, maybe I'll get that, you know? Tell me why. Oh, my God, I'm so mad. Elden Ring. Super excited. I was super hyped when Elden Ring... Well, I wasn't super excited when it came out, actually. But when I saw it, it looked amazing. And then I got super excited. And then people were saying it's the best game ever made. And then I wanted it. I needed it. Tell me why, of fucking course, like, it's gonna go on sale the, for, like, the first time ever for, like, $40, where I could afford it. I'm like, you sons of bitches. You waited until I had this money that was already accounted for to go on sale for, like, a little under the amount that I have? From Soft, you sons of bitches? Miyazaki, you planned this? <laughs> it always works out like that. It's so weird. But, um, I didn't even see how long it was on sale. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, it's just kind of funny how stuff like that lines up. Um, but I'm, as much as I want it, you know, I've already got, like I said, it's already, the money's already accounted for. <clears throat> and, God damn it, it is so much fun buying people things. Like, I, um, giving gifts, oh, one of the best things ever. That, oh, that reminds me. I saw on Twitter, oh my god, about Jay-Z, stupid-ass Jay-Z, had, had, like, said in an interview about how he had a cousin, uh, um, ask him to borrow, what, um, like, $4,800. And he was like, no, I'm not gonna give you any money. And I was thinking, like, this the fucking billionaire doesn't like two billion dollars he's worth, I think. 
You were not going to give up this fucking pocket change to your cousin? You greedy bitch, really? And, like, that's insane to me. Like, because someone did, like, the math, and it was like, oh, if my net worth is whatever, well, this is, like, 0.0001% of his net worth or some shit. And that same percentage of my net worth is, like, 50 cents. So it's like, that's the equivalent. And I'm like, that is just so wild to me that, I mean, I guess that's why I'll never be a billionaire. Because billionaires are greedy little bitches, little dragons that just hoard money. And, um, whereas if any time I have money, I just give it away a lot of the time. Um, you know, like, oh my God, it's just so wild. It's so bizarre to me. Do not understand greedy. I've never understood greediness at all. Like, when we got the... When I got the stimulus check, that's the most amount of money I've ever had in my life. Like, by a long shot. Number two was, like, in the two slot, the most money I've ever had was, like, $100 that my mom gave me for Christmas. And then the stimulus check's number one. That's the difference, you know? Most money I've ever had in my life. And you know what? I'm beside. I bought my Xbox, original Xbox, with a copy of Merwind, and I think the rest of the money I just gave away. Like I bought things for the babe. Every time I went somewhere, I would see something that reminded me of her. I'd buy it, get her, you know, fucking Jack Skellington sweater or like a, you know, a Pikachu plushie, whatever. I I gave my mom like, like half of it just to have i just i bought i bought i bought a microwave for the house because our oven was broken at the time we needed something i couldn't buy an oven that's a little expensive but like i never understand the greediness it's so why it's so wild to me so wild Uh, (laughs) where was i going with this i had a thing in my head i don't remember i don't remember um I started, <laughs> I started, um, playing Shadow Tower. Oh, I probably should talk about Bioshock too, huh? Yeah, I'll go back to, Bi- I'll come back to Shadow Tower. But <laughs> what the podcast was supposed to be about. Bioshock 2 fucking slaps. My God. Like, when I, I tweeted that, I think it was a tweet. I was like, I'm started Bioshock 2, you know? It's gonna be interesting. And... Ben replied, my homie Ben, was like, oh, enjoy it. It's the best Bioshock game. And I'm thinking, like, there's no way it can be. Bioshock 1 is amazing. Bioshock Infinite, I know people mixed about, but I liked what I, the Let's Play of it I saw. I can't imagine I won't like it when I play it, but maybe, I don't know. So I was like, I can't, how is it going to stack up? Especially considering I only ever see people talking about the first game and Infinite. I've never heard anything about 2, never seen anything about 2. I was going in completely blind, and god damn it, he was right. It's fucking, I think it might be the best Bioshock. Like, you play as a big daddy. I'm not gonna, well, I won't talk about spoilers, because if Skelly's listening to this, I know he hasn't played it, and he was gonna play it, so no spoilers. But, well, I gotta talk about a little spoilers. Skelly, I'm gonna talk about spoilers, if you're listening uh, mute me for like five minutes. I, <laughs> you play as the big daddy. You got a little sister. 
and you, she and you fucking and this is like the very beginning of the game girl comes along that's her mother it's like nah bitch she's my daughter you're right you kill yourself shoot yourself and then i shoot myself crazily i die then i wake up just like 10 10 years later or some shit or maybe i was like two years later i think i wake up and i'm just alive which i thought was such an interesting like way to start a game like back from the dead not knowing how or why and just being driven by to find my my little sister you know whatever um and so and then that that's how the game starts love it like the first bioshock the the opening of it's really good one of the my favorite intros in any game ever i still think the intro is better in bioshock one just because like plane flying you crash lighthouse randomly you go in it the the grand reveal of rapture is amazing the story though is better in bioshock 2 i really like the story better and they introduce the big sisters which is like a a, a, a girl big daddy and they're slim they're more slender they're really fast and fucking terrifying um but since you're a big daddy there's a part where it's like like when you start off you're like in this um resort type area and um the big sister breaks his fucking window and floods the ballroom and now you're underwater because you're a big daddy you can be underwater and then the big reveal of rapture this time is just from from underwater and it's scary being underwater and it's just oh my god it's such a it's good um and then you get to like explore like the underbelly of rapture like a like fucking skid row and all these like low income places and um and and you and you're in like the the bat and like the pipeworks areas where like maintenance people are are and and like it's a it's interesting to to see this perspective of rapture because from the first game you think of it like oh it's like it's a utopia obviously not anymore but like all these rich people are like fucking eating it up out here in the under under the fucking ocean but then just like any other city there's parts where it's like quote unquote less desirable people they just stick them over here that that their most the their main offending offense in in the city is not having a lot of money it was really interesting to see that that side what i thought was weird though was um tendenbaum from the first game the the scientist girl that like made the little sisters she was in this one and this game takes place like i think two or three years after the events of the first game so i was like why is she even here anymore the first game you know we escape at least a good ending we escape and um save the little sisters does she not come with us what the fuck oh that was weird and then she just kind of fucks off randomly i don't really know where she goes and this guy named sinclair takes her place and he's like your like the atlas of the game um so that's that was kind of weird but my main complaint was that the game felt cheaper than bioshock one like the production value wasn't as high like uh sound design especially the sounds just seem kind of um not as crisp or um immersive i guess it felt 
less of an immersive sim than the first game. It when it was more like um linear action game. Which no no which honestly not a bad thing. Like coming from Bioshock, it was kinda nice having a game that's more structured and linear. Um I do love me some immersive sim ex- exploration though. And this game and this this game, Bioshock 2, had that a little bit. But, yeah, not nearly. It was mostly just linear. And, like, most of the areas, when you go when you go into a place, you're going to have to touch every area, like, the uh, of the, the few rooms that are there, or whatever. You kind of have to go through all of them eventually for the story things. Whereas the first one, I felt like a good, like, 60% of the... You could have missed 60% of the fucking world if you didn't explore it, because the main quest is, like, you know, straightforward. But I still, I still really enjoyed it. I still really... Like, that was my main complaint, though, was this, like, sound design felt kind of weird. It, it grew on me eventually. But, like, the combat felt, like, um, not as impactful. And, like, the plasmids seemed really weak. And, um, sound design in general, they had to sound it. Because, like, the first one, it's like you shoot the, someone with lightning. It's fucking, you shoot them with lightning. You know? Some, it's perfect. Whereas the, whereas the sequel is just like, or, zoop, or whatever. Um, you do get a double barrel shotgun, though, in this one. Which is always a plus. Um, and then you upgrade it to have fucking six barrels. That's, oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Sign me up. Um, overall, the weapon, the weapons and plasmids in, in this game, I think, were better. I loved all the weapons. I used all of them. Whereas the first one, I mostly just used, like, um, like the shotgun, I think. And then, like, I know, I would use mostly the wrench. And then, when I needed, like, something else, I would use the shotgun or the machine gun. Um, and then with Big Dad, you use, like, the grenade launcher. But in 2, I was, like, cycling through all my weapons all the time. Um, I felt it was... My guy was squishier. Um, I felt really weaker. Which is kind of ironic, because the first game, I'm just a regular fucking guy. But the sequel, I'm a big daddy in this big armory. Well, I guess not armor, technically. It's just, like, a diving suit. But I'm supposed to be armory, big tank guy. And I somehow feel... Like, I take, like, two shots, and I'm, like, in the red dying. And it never... That never let up the whole game. And I've died more in this game than the first one, for sure. The first one, I think I... Died once, maybe. This one, I died a few... Like, several... Like, a handful of times. But, you know, that's not a complaint. I didn't mind it. Uh, the first game was a little too easy. To be fair, though, I did play on normal. So, it's my own fault. I just played on normal this time, too. God, I can't imagine a harder difficulty for this one. Jesus Christ. Um They brought back the in the in the first game, I complained a lot about the ending bit where you have to escort a little sister and she's going around to these like dead bodies that are set up in this fucking little processing area squared off thing. Why is this here? Who knows? Why is I'm having to... Why does she have to stomp along the way to fucking... Um... 
get Adam. Why can't you just take me to the goddamn door? It was annoying. It was awful. They kind of did this again, except in the entire game, in the in the sequel. But they did it in such a way that it was so much fun. I saved every little sister. Like, the, in the first game, you know, you kill a big daddy, get the little sister, and you can either fucking kill her or save her, you know? In the sequel here, you, you know, kill the big daddy, get the little sister. You can either harvest her or adopt her. And if you adopt her, I think you can take her immediately to one of the tunnels to escape if you want. But to get extra atoms, you take her to two different corpses in the map somewhere. If you hold down, like, Y, Y for I was playing on Switch, hold down a button that shows you, like, where they are. I usually just, like, walk around until I find one. Um, just a dead body. And you put her down, and she'll start harvesting. It takes a while. You have to protect her. And when she starts harvesting, the fucking splicers that come out of the woodwork. But I really liked it because I could control when to do it, obviously. And there's different bodies, too. I think you can kind of pick where you want to do it. But there was such an emphasis in this game on... I think it, it in the first game had, like, traps and stuff, too. But so much more of an emphasis on the on the traps in this game. So I had, like, a rivet gun with the trap thing. I had that, um... What was it, like, fucking bolt gun with the trap thing. And, uh, had little mini turrets I could put out. And so, I'd find a body and kind of set up a defense and hack some stuff, you know, whatever. And, um, put her down and then you have to, like, survive while she does that. And that, that part was just really fun. I just really enjoyed it, like... Mostly because, you know, it was in my control. I wasn't just following her slowly walking around while I'm trying to go to the end boss, you know. And um, I end up saving every every little sister. Oh my god, and then you get to play as a little sister at one point, which was cool. And um, you finally meet up with uh, the girl you're trying to, your little sister you've been trying to get to. And she's, like, grown up now. Which I didn't really understand because I thought little sisters didn't grow old. But all the little sisters are a little older now. So it's kind of... I guess that makes sense. I thought we saved all the little sisters after the first game, though. So I don't know where the fuck they keep coming from. But the city's really massive. So I guess there's still, uh... People making little sisters, I guess? Um... Oh, my God. Like... And then... After you, after you save all the little sisters in an area, it activates the big sister to come hunt you, and then you have like a, you have like thirty seconds like set up somewhere to try to survive that, and she's really fucking tough. Um, oh my god, it was just, yeah, I think, like story wise, yeah, it was. I think I liked it a lot more than the first game. Um, I think combat wise, it was weaker, just in a sense that the. It didn't feel as good, but it was just as fun. I still had fun. Kind of, it was more linear, but that's not a bad thing. It could go, I could go either way depending on the day. If I want something more linear or more open. Um, oh, I was just so fucking, like I, I, I won't talk about the endings. I, I got the good ending, but I won't talk about like any more, any more spoiler stuff. Oh, 
also they they had um several instances oh that's kind of a big spoiler to talk about yeah okay <laughs> skelly if you're if you're if you've come back go back again for like five minutes just one more thing <laughs> so <laughs> i really liked how they handled like the karma like system in this game like for one it's kind of um I liked that the little sisters had more of a, instead of it just being like, oh, do you want to save this little girl or kill her? Which is like such a weird moral question, because obviously you're not going to kill her. I like this one. It's like more like, um, well, do you want to kill her? Or, because I don't know if you can just save them immediately, if you have to do the gathering things. I never did test it because I had fun doing the gathering. But now it was like an added, do you want to harvest her now and get your Adam? Or you adopt her and then you have to do the gathering things before you can proceed. So which is more of a hassle. That makes the the moral question a little more meaningful, I think. But the in the game there's like three characters you come in contact with. And you get to decide kind of their fate. Like, if you want to save them or kill them. And that determines, like, along with saving little sisters, it determines the ending. And I really liked how they did this. It was really clever. So the first one, I won't say who or exactly what they did and stuff, but the first one is just um somebody who, um well, I guess, that's fine. The 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 first person you're you're you have to like decide against, for or against whatever. They're pretty. Most people I feel like would lean towards sparing her. Sparing the person. Um. That's just kind of like, like she's not a bad person basically. But the the last the next two are like. Pretty, or leaning more towards like fuck them. I kill them both. They're because they're kind of just bad people. And when I was looking up the endings, for the endings, like the good ending, you have to save at least one of the three. And I liked that the way they handled that because it's like you have three, you have to save one. If someone doesn't save the first one, the first person, and and kills them, they're pretty. They're like. Like, morally, I think. The next two, they probably are not going to save either. Because, like, it's... They're worse people, you know? If that makes sense. I don't know if I'm making sense. Oh, my eyes itchy. I just... I liked how they handled that because it's like... Like, most people, I think, would save... At least, would save the first person. And the other two just would kill him, probably. Like I did. But the the way they did it is just like... Well, we'll start off easy with someone you probably wouldn't want to kill. And then the next two, you're definitely gonna. And so if someone doesn't, if someone does kill the first person, then the next two, you're not going to want to save. And so if you want a good ending, you have to like, I don't know. It's, I liked how they handled that. And just, (sighs) overall though, Bioshock 2, chef's kiss. It was amazing. Was there any more thoughts I had on it? 
I can't remember, but I think I I there's some DLC, Minerva's Den or something. I haven't started it yet. I was gonna, and then I looked up how long it was, and it was um like five hours or ish, five four or five hours. I was like, I don't really want to get into all get into that um right now, and so I haven't played it. I want to play it though before I get to Infinite, but. Right now I'm playing Resident Evil 2 Remake. Still playing Resident Evil 4 on Professional. I started doing that on my Switch. That's been fun. Um, and I want to play Dragon Quest. <laughs> I, have, I have ideas. I have things. Uh, it's... Uh, stretch. Okay. Oh my god. I've been recording for 48 minutes already. I gotta go. I'm gonna go eat a Nutrient Bar. And um, I have more topics though. I'll come back to this. I come back. Okay, I ate a uh, Nutrigrain bar and took a shower. Shit, my legs. I'm all nice and smooth. Feeling eh, kind of not good. It got kind of too hot, I think. A little bit. Um, I'm, um, I have a very, I'm sensitive to the heat. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna wrap this, I'm gonna wrap this, um, yeah, this podcast up. Like, I only had a couple more topics. One, so, I'm, I was trying, I was thinking about what to get for my sister for her birthday. And I think I'm going to get her a nice, like, sweater. Because there's these new sweaters at Walmart. These, like, Halloween sweaters. And the babe got one. It's like, um, like a brown. And then there's, like, black mushrooms on it. Super cute. Super comfy. I bought it for, um, like, I came home with it as a surprise the other day. And, um, because we just had the... She was talking about wanting it and stuff, and we had extra money from, like, bills and shit, and she's like, maybe I should get it. And I was like, oh, maybe. So next time, the next time I went to Walmart, I, just, I got it for her, you know? And I put it on to come in to surprise her. It's so comfortable. I want one so bad. And then my mom got one. She got, like, a, a hot pink one with a skull on it. I would have got the pink one myself, but I don't like hot pink. I like a light pink. Um, but I was thinking about getting her one of those, and I'm going to look at, I think I'm going to go maybe this weekend to, like, look, but, um, oh, I, I, I lost my train of thought. Um, anyway, I want one so bad, and I got to thinking about, I just wanted new clothes in general, because, like, bitch, I've had my... Some of these clothes I've had, basically all my clothes, besides like two or three sets of shorts and, and shirts, all my clothes I've had since I was like a teenager. Like, I have shorts in here, basketball shorts, that are easily 15 years old. Same thing with shirts. Because as a, when I was a teenager, I got, you know, these clothes. That was what I liked to wear. I still like to wear Shorts and, and shirts. It's my main attire. Um, and you know, most teenagers, they get taller, they get bigger, and they outgrow their stuff. But I shrunk. Bitch, I fucking shrunk. I got sh skinnier, and I swear I got shorter. And so all my clothes, a lot of them is like too big even. I have to tie them and stuff. But like... And, like, I still like wearing shorts and, and t-shirts, but, my God, 
I want more clothes. But like I said, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. Men's clothes. I can't even wear men's clothes. They're too big. I have to buy like boys clothes, like in the boys section. And but like boys and men's clothes are so depressing of just like like dark neutral colors, t-shirts, shorts, like basketball shorts or pants, like that's it. And, and I like fashion, but men's fashion fucking blows. It really does. And like you know, I I'll, I buy girls clothes sometimes to wear. I said it before, I have like some nice jeggings, plaid purple jeggings that I love. Um, I have, you know, whatever, but it's like, I can't buy like women's shirts, girl shirts. They, the cut just doesn't fit my body. I don't have a, a girl body for it. So it doesn't look right. And pants are hit or miss because I have a penis. And <laughs> believe it or not, a lot of girls clothes aren't made with a penis in mind. So I can't. <laughs> It's a bulge, it's, it's, it's too, it, you see it too much with, like, pants like that. And, like, so I'm in a weird place with clothes, like, I want new clothes, and so I want, I want one of these sweaters, I could wear one of the girl sweaters, it's fine, that, that, that would fit fine, but every time I get money, I always think about buying games, and, because I love games, and, um, and, like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm like this. Like, maybe because, like, I like women's fashion more, like, clothes-wise. And I know I can't wear those. So why bother buying anything, any clothes-wise? And games, I still, like, I have it in my brain. My brain's wired this way. Or for a long time, it's like, when I had, like, my agoraphobia. God, I feel like I've talked about all this stuff before. Have I been repeating myself a lot on the podcast? Because I've been doing it for so long. I can't remember what I've talked about when I have it. But every day was like the same for me for a long time. And I, you know, not leaving the house, wake up, same, live the same day, basically. And so I always wanted to have like a game to play to keep myself occupied and for something to do. And I'm still kind of wrapped up like that. And so anytime I get money, my first thought is like, well, I can get a new game to play and occupy my time with and focus on. But like, my life's different now, so I can do different things. Like, I go places. Um, I have a lot of games to play already. Uh, I mean, I also just love games. I just love gaming, you know? That's another thing. <laughs> oh, but like, Diablo 2... Oh, bitch, it's right there on sale, you know? I got one eye. Torchlight 2 was my game of the year. And Diablo... And it's a it's a clone of Diablo 2, apparently. Diablo 2 is probably be my favorite game ever, you know? I don't know, it's all weird. Like, I want... Different things to wear besides basketball shorts and t-shirts. And I did get some... I got two pairs... Wait a minute, where'd that other pair of shorts go? I got two pairs of shorts earlier in the year that are like a clothy material. It's not like nylon, like uh, basketball shorts. Those are nice. I like those. 
I have a pink pair and a gray pair. I don't know where the gray pair went. Pink pair's a fucking fit, though. But yeah, I want, like... I don't know, maybe some capris? Do I look weird in capris? Bitch, I can't wear a crop top. That'd be cute. I want to get my belly button pierced. It looks so adorable. But, like... I can't show off a belly button. I'm it's pretty. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's illegal. You know? Um... God damn it. It's a... Clothes are a conundrum. Um, at least, at least it's getting, like, cold now. So I can just go back to hoodies and, and skinny jeans. Because that's, that's the fit. That's the good fit. I want, like, I still want some of them fucking cute booty, booty shorts. But not booty shorts, because I don't have a booty to show off. And I'm a guy. And it's weird. But, like, there's those one shorts that are, like, black with, like, a white trim. With a little cut on the side, like a little tiny cut. I've seen people wear, the, well, girls. I've seen girls wear these, like, for the summer. And I'm like, I want some of those. Never could find any, though, all summer. Um, at least none, none where I looked. I found some on Amazon, but fucking they were, like, $30. I'm like, I'll, I'll pass on that, you know? Um, what, let me see, hang on. My list of topics... But yeah, I have been I have been working on my game of the year list, by the way. I kind of um figured like the other day, because it's like October now. Year's coming to an end. Like, let me see if I can get the list like going. And I have a list. I have a top ten list already. And I feel pretty confident with it. I might move this up. I would like to move this up, but every other game above it I liked a lot. But did I like this more? It's difficult and i got the honorable mentions but you know the year's not over so i could play a few games before the year's up that might knock some stuff off the list you know oh pikmin 4 demo god pikmin 4 if i got that it would be on the list oh pokemon 2 scarlet and violet oh my god baden kados you know okay hang wait what i'm like an hour into this podcast right yeah, about, about, okay. Um, but yeah, there's just too many games. Too little money, too much, too little time. You know, I was looking at the list too, and last year, with the, the game of the year list and the completed games list, I really tried to, like, I finish a lot of games to have a good list, and, oh, got a got text message. Do not disturb real quick. Um, I played some, like, there's a few, there was a few games on there that I finished that I probably wouldn't normally have finished, which is good. It's good to, I talked about this shit before. This year, though, I made a point of, I only, I'm only going to play what I want, and I'm not going to force myself to finish stuff if I'm not having fun with it. And now I'm looking at the list, the last year's and this year's, and you can really tell the difference. Like, like, last year... I don't even know if I have the list from last year even anymore. Well, it's on Twitter. I think I might have played the same amount of games, maybe. But, like, last year I finished, like, 60 games at this point. Or, not at this point, just in the whole year. Whereas this year I finished, like, 20. <laughs> but they've been, they, they've been solid. They've been good, you know? Um, oh, Darkest Dungeon. They didn't. I didn't put that on the list because I didn't finish it. 
even though I don't know if that's a game you can finish. I was just thinking about that the other day that like I kind of forgot about Darkest Dungeon after I did the podcast about it and all the the podcast boys died. I was sad and then didn't play it anymore um, and started playing other stuff and I just kind of forgot it existed. I got to play some more of that. I fucking love Darkest Dungeon. That might be... It's just... It's weird, because I want to add... There's more games I want to add to the list. But that they don't make it just because I haven't finished them. Although last year, Dragon Quest made the list, and I didn't finish it. And if I finally do finish it this year, it will make the list. I don't know. I gotta think about that. Um, I guess that's enough... Enough... Enough podcasting deed time. I'm gonna go, and... Oh, what more? What more do I gotta do today? I don't have a lot to do. Are you good? My recording like broke. Um, my recording broke for like <laughs> a good ten minutes. It was like preparing, prepare. What are you preparing? I think I got a reply from the <laughs> from the Yu Gi Oh guy. I gotta go check. I did. <laughs> He's a, huh? Ducking you for days? What are you talking about? It said right here that it's been 17 hours in the text since my last message. Also, I asked you about what app are we dueling on, and you still haven't responded to my question. <laughs> that's fair. Oh, that's funny. I think I'm done with them. I think I'm done with uh, the trolling. It's It's been fun, but I'm kind of bored with it. Oh, it's funny, though. Oh, I never talked about Shadow Tower. Oh, let me knock out Shadow Tower real quick, because I had thoughts about Shadow Tower. So... Shadow Tower, right, is a a game from From Software on PS One. Like, uh, it's basically first person Dark Souls. Well, I guess more like Kingsfield, but I've never played Kingsfield, so I don't really know how to compare it the two. But I bought Shadow Tower on my PS Three because after I played Dark Souls, Dark Souls Two, and Demon Souls, and Bloodborne. Well, after Bloodborne, but I was like, From Software is great. I gotta play all their games. I played Echo Knight on PS1, on my PS3 also. Also great. Um, I got, and I got Shadow Tower. I love Shadow Tower. I was super engrossed with it when I was playing it at the time. And I think, I can't remember if I got stuck or, that's usually what happened. I get stuck and then go play something else or forget about it. Um, but it just occurred to me the other day. They're like, I have my PS1 emulator on my phone now. It's like, why why am I not playing Shadow Tower? So I downloaded it, and I started playing it. And goddammit, this fucking game is great. Like, a bit confusing with navigations. I think I've gotten the hang of, like, the first little area. But, um, it's just such a vibe. Like, there's, like, no, um, like, soundtrack. Just like ambient sounds and music. It's really creepy. And most of the game is just walking around this like, you know, weird shadow tower and exploring. And the enemy um, designs are interesting. Uh, like, and there's no, they don't tell you what to do or anything to do or how to do anything. You really have to just figure it out all yourself. And um, I kind of like it. And there's all these like, like, secret tunnels and, like, hidden walls and shit, just like Dark Souls. So, um, 
and it's just like I was I I played a few hours of it I think at this point, and um, like I said, I was just in the first little area, and I keep I've died a few times, a good a handful of times. It's kind of difficult. So far, the combat's not super great. Like every enemy is interesting and doesn't really have different most some a lot of enemies have like the same i've 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 fought like four or five enemies that are all distinctively different looking but they all just attack with like a puff of of poison smoke or whatever um but every fight is mostly just wait for them to attack go in hit back up you know like back and forth um it would be a little different i'm playing with the virtual like controller be a little different with the, if I could do the strafing while I did this stuff. It's a little difficult with um with um my hands. I can't. I don't have access to every button at once like I would with a controller. So that that would change things a bit. So I, that's not really a big complaint because my limitations are mostly my own, not for the game. I haven't found any magic either yet, and there's supposed to be some magic. Man, it is so. Just such a vibe, just like, like I get really into it, just walking around and trying to figure out where to go and finding secrets and loot. All the equipment has durability and it's like, um, like Breath of the Wild. Oh, I gotta play Breath of the Wild. I gotta make a list of all the games I want to play. <laughs> and, um, man, it is like, it's, it's fun right up until like. I'm not I'm not using save states. I want to just use like the save points and stuff. I don't want to like cheese it. And um and so it's fun until I'm walking around for like 15 minutes like just kind of exploring and finding stuff and then I randomly just like fucking die because sometimes that happens like you're very very squishy, very squishy. You um like there's this skeleton spider hanging from the ceiling and i was like what is this thing you know so i i try to go kill it and i have like i don't think i had full health but close and um i went up to it it puffs up another a a black ink smoke thing and my health just evaporates like two seconds before i can back up and i die and then i have to like start up like go i lose like 20 minutes of progress i'm like fuck and then I usually just quit after that point. But um, overall, it's pretty great. I don't know if I'll finish it, but I'm I'm having fun with it right now. And I think I killed. I think this was a boss. This weird like bat skeleton. A lot of skeleton shit. A skeleton like with the bat wings, and it had like a tail, rib cage, no legs. And a head, and like up on this fucking stone thing, like a fucking Jesus. And I go up to it, and he Rawr! and he <laughs> pops off of it, scares me to death, and I killed him. I think that was a boss. He seemed bossy. Oh, but man, I just, I'm having fun. It's really good. I um, I did a video on it actually on YouTube. I played it for a little bit. Like, last year, I think? Maybe this year, I don't know. But that's enough podcasting. I'm gonna... 
this is kind of fun. Again, I'm not... Oh, the dwarves? You know, I was streaming the dwarves? I decided, you know, after I decided to take, like, a break from making content and stuff. And so I didn't say it, but I d decided not to stream that anymore. And I was just wanted to play it myself. Because I was really into it. And I played it one time since then. Because I've been busy with, like, Bioshock 2 and Resident Evil and stuff. Um, But, yeah, I think I'm going to... I want to I want to play it more. Yeah, I think I'm not going to stream anymore and just play it myself cuz I'm really I really like it and I don't want to make content and I don't want to put off playing it until I feel like making content, so I just want to play it myself, you know. Um yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go. I got um things to do, places to be, well, my bed. And um <laughs> and yeah. I hope you enjoyed this um jumbled up mess of a podcast. Um, mostly just the homies that listen. Hey, hey people. Hey um Ben. Hey Skelly. Um Pete. Hey, if you're here too. Um Lockador. Hi. I <laughs> go down the list. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go, and I really want to play some Dragon Quest today if I can. But the darkest dungeon. Usually, I usually if I have the option. I usually play stuff on the Switch because I can play it in bed. God, imagine Dragon Quest on the Switch. I know it's on there. Or Skyrim. Oh. God, I want to... I, I need, like, a Steam Deck, but not a real Steam Deck because those are really, really big and really, really expensive. But something the size of the Switch that's just an emulation machine that I can emulate games on. Like, that's the dream. That's it. I still want a oh, Game Boy Micro. With the with the flash cart. Oh my god. I gotta go hit some licks. I gotta make some money. I gotta go get a fortune and get all this stuff. I'll see you in the next one. Um, I don't know when I'll make another podcast. Also, I'm still taking the break. But I, like I said, I, I want to talk about Bioshock 2. I had a whole list of things. I'm gonna go. Um, I hope you enjoyed. And, um... Da -da -da. <laughs> Oh my fuck, just real quick, I have to add this on. <laughs> the Yu-Gi-Oh guy commented back. <laughs> After I got re done recording and stuff, and like, I know I noticed, I was like, let me go check real quick. And he moves. <laughs> he replied again. I think he replied like another time too. But he was like, he was like, I got a, he's like, you want to duel in real life? I have an in real life deck. Just let me know. Or tell me where you want to meet or something. <laughs> it's like, there's no way this fucking. I've met Yugi. I've met. Oh, Yugi wouldn't do that. I've met fucking Kaiba. Kaiba, he's fucking bloodthirsty with the with the, the dueling. This fucking guy. <laughs> like, on one hand, I'm like, maybe I should keep fucking with them because it's, it's funny. How? Let's see what else he would say and do. But on one hand, I think he might be a psycho. He might try to fucking kill me. Like, what? No, I just... Back here, I fucking pull up. Here's the Addy, and I give him a random address. Would he show up there, you think? <laughs> I don't know. Good God. Okay. Okay, I gotta go.